Chapter Eleven of The Sins of Silvertip the Fox. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Sins of Silvertip the Fox by John Breck why the little owl's plans went wrong tommy peel got up early very early on saturday morning and took care of his cows for this was the day he was to hunt silvertip the fox with a gun his big cousin sandy had come with his hound trailer sandy was to do the shooting and watch took trailer into a quiet corner and remarked i don't want to be unpleasant but it's a fox not a rabbit we're going to kill and if you so much as yelp at another thing i'll tear the hide right off you and taylor opened his big brown eyes and promised to be very careful all the woods and fields were ready too for the fox killed a great many things besides tommy's chickens everyone hoped tommy would kill him everyone but little mr and mrs screech owl and foul fang the rattlesnake who was hiding that very minute in the leaves in front of the fox's log nibble wanted to warn watch but when he saw trailer sniffing along beside him he didn't dare so off he set toward the woods and watch and trailer followed him pretty soon trailer said i thought you weren't chasing rabbits i'm not growled watch he's showing us where the fox is hidden and maybe that didn't set trailer wondering just then those bad little owls stumbled past bumping against the twigs for they fly badly in the daytime but they never reached foul fang or jake the jay who was another of tommy's friends was lying in wait for them he had his whole family to help him and what they did to those bad little owls meantime nibble was going slowly and carefully on the lookout for foul fang stop shrieked chewy the chickadee from a branch above him foul fang's right in front of you i saw him move a minute ago but i can't see him until he moves again nibble froze in his tracks foul fang was ahead that strange dog was behind him but he knew he mustn't let anyone pass him 
He waited until the dogs were very close. Then he darted past them right to Tommy's feet, calling, Foul Fang! Foul Fang! Wait, barked Watch the trailer. Something's wrong. And he ran and caught Tommy by the coat to stop him. And of course, Trailer and Tommy's cousin Sandy stopped too. What's up? demanded Sandy. I don't know, said Tommy, but there's my chickadee and here's my rabbit. Something's frightening them. There, there, look, squeaked Chewy dancing about on his twig like a crazy bird, Foul Fang raised his ugly head to sniff at them. Then he wound into his striking coil. Bzzz began Foul Fang's rattle. Bang, bang, went Sandy's gun. A snake! No wonder they were frightened, exclaimed Sandy. Lucky that rabbit saw him. Wow, 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 bayed Trailer, for Silvertip bolted out of his log and began to run. Bang, bang, went the gun, and that did scare Nibble. It sent him flying through the woods, straight for Dr. Muskrat's pool. The old doctor was out on his flat stone but he wasn't asleep he was sitting straight up with his round ears pricked and his whiskers stiffened listening ka-flick ka-flick came the long bounces of nibble rabbit chick-a-dee-dee-dee-dee out the joyful sound of chewy just a little way behind him Eek! came the faraway squeak of a field mouse echoed one near at hand, drummed a partridge in a meadow lark who was drinking remarked, that's a death beat, but he isn't muffling it. Sounds as though he were mighty glad about it. Ka-flick, bump, nibble rabbit landed beside the doctor. I warned Tommy, was all he had breath to gasp. But here came Chewy, his wings whirring like a hummingbird's, his eyes popping like a crawfish's, as though they had stalks to stand on. Wee! he screeched. You ought to see! See what? called Jake, who was hurrying by to find out what all the noise meant, and he circled back to listen. Bow fang! squeaked Chewy, turning somersaults on a bulrush. He's in three pieces, and his tail is cut off, and his wicked scales are squirming in the sun. Yay, squawked Jake, dancing on his wings, and those bad little owls are hiding in the brush pile. I'm all mussed up from climbing in after them, but my relatives and I have picked them most as clean as the mice picked Nibbles Woodchuck. I'm going back to shout the news at them. Yay! And off he flew. What did it? gasped Nibble. You silly rabbit, chuckled Dr. Muskrat. That bang was a gun. Oh, 
and Nibble sat up to think. The partridge did say man could make more noise than a summer storm. He certainly can. Why, Nibble, teased the doctor, muskrat his shiny little eyes twinkling. Didn't you ever hear a gun? Every other creature in all the woods and fields has been waiting for that noise to celebrate the death of Silvertip the fox. That was what Tommy Peel brought out here to kill him. Did it? demanded Nibble Rabbit. He knew that it pretty nearly stunned one small and scary rabbit he could tell about. Not if it bit Bow Fang in three pieces, answered the wise old doctor. That takes two bites, one for each noise. Silvertip isn't bitten yet. Shot was what he meant, but the woods folk don't use that word. How do you know he isn't bitten? squealed Chewy the chickadee. He was twirling and tumbling about the bulrushes because he was too happy and excited to keep still. He jumped right out under the nose of Trailer, that hound Tommy Peel brought to help his own dog watch. And the last I saw, he was just about two steps ahead of Trailer's jaws. Warned Dr. Muskrat, and he cocked his ears. Far, far away, they could hear Trailer calling, Where? Where? And Watch answered, Isn't this Fox? And Tommy Peel's cousin was shouting, Hide out, Trailer, find him. You see, said the doctor, Silvertips saved his skin this time, but we'll find him again. He was right. Late in the afternoon, Tommy came trudging along with his head down, too unhappy to listen to the thank you the meadowlarks were singing and the one Chewy brought from the partridge. For every creature that lived or nested on the ground was more than grateful to be rid of Bow Fang. Tommy's big cousin Sandy was carrying his gun, and his dog Trailer was so tired he could scarcely crawl. Watch was tired and sheepish besides. He came down for a drink and whispered, See where Silvertip sleeps. We'll be out again tomorrow. I wonder how he got away, said Nibble, stamping impatiently. He'd come from eating a dandelion head in the quail's thicket to see what Watch had to say. I can tell you, came the soft whisper of the whippoorwill who had skimmed a drink as he flew across the pond leaving a wake of tiny quiet ripples there's still deep water in the ditches 
Silvertip splashed along in it to hide his trail, and then sneaked into the culvert where it runs under the woods road. The frogs say he almost drowned, but he shivered in there with only his nose out until trailer circled past. Then he ran back in the ditch on the other side and jumped over to a tree that was broken off by the terrible storm. He climbed up the limbs to the broken stump. It's a good ten wing beats above the ground and curled up in a wood duck's nest. And he ate every egg she'd laid, too. Now he's coming this way my stars nibble exclaimed the doctor you can't sleep here warn watch and hide somewhere up near the barn so off nibble ran End of chapter eleven